And thanks for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay Smith, and that's Gerald Borgay. And it is Tuesday afternoon of a very busy already off season. How are you handling things, Gerald? Uh, we're getting by. We're taking every new rumor as it comes, and we are dealing with them accordingly. Um, it's going to be a long, long couple of weeks of that. So, so would you say you are bothered or unbothered? <sighs> I'm I'm slightly bothered, <laughs> but not all of us are. So I'm slightly bothered. I'm slightly, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, we did get a tweet from from Devin Booker last night. It's the first time we've heard from him since the Suns got eliminated in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. all it says was 36 unbothered. Mm-hmm. Now I think the logical explanation would be what you tweeted out last night. One plus 35, Devin's number plus Katie's number equals 36, and they're both unbothered. Mm-hmm. But like, there's got to be something more to that, right? I don't. I don't know that there is. I feel like he's probably heard a lot of what people have had to say about him. You know, his elimination game, about losing in the second round, about the whole Monty situation, how much he and KD had to do with that, skipping exit interviews, this, that, and the other thing. So, this is this might be just his response to all that. He he doesn't respond. He doesn't tweet very often. When mm-hmm. he does, it's usually some. It could be something cryptic like this. Um, but I feel like it's pretty on the nose, just letting people know, like, I'm I'm not bothered by this, but I don't know. But but that is kind of what you would tweet if you were bothered. So I don't, a little bit, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I and don't then know. also it just seems like is there <clears throat> here put on the tinfoil hat because mm-hmm. it's the off season and why not? Mm-hmm. Um, two days after your head coach gets fired, you're going to come out and tweet that you guys are both unbothered. It's a weird look. Wouldn't it's, you be a little bit bothered? It's a weird, that? it's a weird look. It's not the way that you, I, it could just be trying to let the fan base know like we're good. We're going to be good. But I don't know if that's the way that you do it. You know, 48 hours after your coach gets fired. Yeah. Um, and especially with the reports emerging that like you may have signed off on it or been consulted on it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hate reading into stuff like this, but I think it's it's, kind of fun. it's very clearly me and KD are not bothered. And, yeah. Uh, this That's is the most an, logical this is explanation. An, but this it just is an seems off weird where, at that time. The timing seems weird. Yeah, this would be an off season where you might be a little slightly bothered, right? at least a little bit. Just a smidge. A little uneasy. I don't know, but I guess he's got faith in uh, new ownership and the front office and all that stuff. And hopefully sure. they will come through for us. Yeah. I will say... Um, while I do appreciate the logic that you and other reporters around Sun's Twitter bring, like breaking it down very clearly that it is likely 35 plus one equals 36. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other Sun's Twitter members who took this to a whole nother realm. Bless them. Loved it. <laughs> yes. I think we got some of the best troll meme tweet shenanigans from this tweet from book than we have in a while. Yeah. And we, I appreciated it. It gave me a chuckle last night. We had one that was like one plus 35 plus zero, which is Damian <laughs> Lillard's number <laughs> equals 36. Unbothered. Come on down, Dame. Let's do it. I'll hear for it. I'll, I'll put some stock in that. Sure. Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> so if you guys haven't gone and looked at the replies or the quote tweets on that tweet, you should definitely do that. It'd give you a little bit of a chuckle. Um, but yeah, we wanted to start off talking about Devin. But obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on around the NBA that could potentially directly affect the Phoenix Suns. So let's dive a little bit more into that. Obviously, the biggest news of this Tuesday is that the 76ers chose to fire Doc Rivers. Mm -hmm. 
And now everybody is asking, is Doc somebody that the Suns might look at? How do you feel about this, Gerald? Look, so Doc Rivers has gotten kind of an unfair reputation over the last few years um, just because he's come up consistently short in the playoffs. And um, he hasn't done a, a phenomenal job with the Sixers. But ironically enough, I feel like this season he did the best job he had done in Philly. Like it wasn't his fault that Joel Embiid really struggled in that second round series that him and Harden both no-showed game seven. Um, and they forced a game seven against the Celtics team that, depending on who you ask, is the favorite to win it all this year right now. So um, I think Doc Rivers did a great job this year in terms of him being in Phoenix. I, I don't, I feel like if you're going to go that route, you should have just kept Monty. Like if your focus is a guy who is a good coach, but not a great playoff coach, a guy who's really good at bringing locker rooms together, coaching through adversity, um, implementing a culture, all that stuff. You should have just kept the guy that you had that already did those things. Mm -hmm. um, so I, for me, Rivers would be a complete lateral move, probably a little bit of a downgrade, honestly, in my book. Um, I feel like he's, he's better for like a middle tier team. Um, the Suns are a team that needs to make an upgrade at head coach if they want to get where they want to go. So... I, I think Doc Rivers has been portrayed unfairly in terms of his value as a coach, but I just don't think he'd be the right fit here considering what the Suns need to do next. I saw somebody call Doc Rivers um, what Monty Williams will be with 10 more years of experience. <laughs> I mean, I so, don't know. I hope so for Monty because that means he would have a championship and a long, as well. And he would also but, have a nice long career yes. as a coach in the NBA. Yes. And we, we, we get in this habit of looking at coaches or players as like trash when really they're in the top 1% of the mm -hmm. population in terms of what they do. Um, and then Doc fits firmly in that category. Like he is a good coach. He's just not the guy that you maybe need to make playoff adjustments in a series. There are a lot of younger minds, um, a lot of sharp minds in this NBA now that are good at that. Um, and that's why we're gravitating as a fan base towards Ty Lue right now, towards mm -hmm. Nick Nurse, towards these other names, um, you know, fresher faces, that type of thing. So, again, I, I don't think Doc's a bad coach. I just don't think he's the right fit here. I agree. I don't – and obviously – based on just the comments alone that we've seen in the chat and on Twitter today with this news coming down, most Suns fans are not in uh, <laughs> in favor of bringing Doc Rivers no. to the Phoenix Suns, which doesn't surprise <clears throat> me. It feels like Doc might, low-key might, go back to Houston. He could. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's... There's a couple of openings that he's going to be in contention for. I think the Bucks were mentioned today as one that he could be in the running for. I feel like the Bucks are going to interview every available coach. For yeah, the most part. it sure seems, seems like that the way. Sun, the Bucks are pretty open to any and everyone, where the Suns feel more more particular about who they want. Yeah, and we've heard, you know, we've heard Tyrone Lue, we've heard Nick Nurse, we've heard Kevin Young will get an interview with the Suns. Um, I think Shams on FanDuel TV today said that, like, this is going to take some time to flesh out because it is a game of musical chairs right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure the Suns will do their due diligence, but it does definitely seem that they've locked on to a couple of targets. And I'm okay with that because... From the looks of it, the names that they've locked onto are the types of coaches that you would want to bring in here um, after parting ways with Monty. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I don't think Doc is is the type of guy that you're looking for being so closely similar to Monty in, in their coaching style.
So we're out on Doc Rivers. I yeah, I personally am. He's going to get a job somewhere. I, I just probably shouldn't be in Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So odds on what's the over under here? I know I asked you yesterday how long you think it'll take for this coaching mm-hmm. um, search to be wrapped up for the Suns. I say two weeks. Okay. But now we've got another team in the mix. We're yeah. at five. Uh-huh. Five NBA teams looking for a new head coach. Mm. We. Could maybe potentially see some more, maybe not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Depends on the whole Ty Lue situation or if somebody's able to poach a coach from another team. Mm-hmm. Over under two weeks for you now. Now with mm-hmm. the new information. I'm still going to go under. Okay. It, it, it'll probably be around that two to three week mark. So that's a good line that you're setting there, Linz. Um I would probably go under. I, I feel under. like I feel like you want to have a coach installed leading up to the draft, even though the Suns only have like a second round pick this year and it's pretty far down the line. Um, I feel like you need time to like get everybody on the same page ahead of free agency, ahead of the draft, because on draft night and in these next couple of weeks, we're going to hear a lot of trade rumors as well in regards to DeAndre Ayton, in regards to Chris Paul. You want your new head coach to be on board and to understand what's coming. Um, in terms of roster changes. So I feel like you probably want to have that squared away ahead of time. I could be wrong. Maybe they just want to make the moves that they make and then look at it and be like, okay, who wants to coach this group? But that's a weird way to recruit. Like we've seen Suns players, guys who have signed for the veteran minimum, guys who have wanted to be traded here, cite the leadership of James Jones and Monty Williams as part of the um, appeal mm-hmm. to play here. So I feel like you want to have a coach in place beforehand to kind of appeal to those free agents in the same way. Yeah, and not only that, but just to also have um, a say in it, mm-hmm. right? Like you want your coach to also be able to buy in on who you're bringing in around Devin Booker and DeAndre, and, right. and or not DeAndre, and sorry, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and then also maybe have a say in what happens with DA and CP3. Right. So I'm going to go with the under still as well. I want, selfishly, I would like this to be a shorter situation (laughs) yeah Mm. because i'm not trying to have this drag out and then all the other things that we haven't even been able to touch on for this offseason drag out as well so fingers crossed we uh hit the under on that speaking of betting you know where this is going bet mgm it's really (laughs) fun and you should absolutely download the app and sign up today using that bonus code phnx there's a few different offers for first-time users depending on where you live but for our arizona audience you'll get up to 100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. If you are already a BetMGM user, make sure you log in every Wednesday and Saturday because right now they are giving away bonus bets on the house. Fans will automatically receive a bonus bet upon logging into their accounts. That is every Wednesday and Saturday. Now, those bonus bets do expire after 72 hours, so make sure you don't wait to use them. And they can also only be applied on any sport wagers so you can check out the show notes for full details and now you can listen to shane talk about the disclaimer disclaimer 21 plus to wager visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions u.s promotional offers not available in washington dc mississippi nevada new york and ontario gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER colorado dc illinois indiana louisiana maryland mississippi new jersey ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia wyoming call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 new york call 1-800-NEXT-STEP arizona 1-800-522-4700 kansas nevada 1-800-327-5050 massachusetts 1-800-BETS-OFF iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help michigan 
Also, I know uh, the suns are out, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that the fun over at Game Time has to end. You mm-hmm. can check out D-Backs Games. Uh, you can get tickets to concerts and shows around town for mm-hmm. your summer entertainment. Gerald, what are you? Where are you? Where did you say you were going to? Yellow I'm card. Go, Yellow card. Mayday Parade. This wildlife. Oh, Parade. And Amber Berlin. Yeah, okay. I've seen them a couple times. They're great. It's going to be a good show. It's in July, I think. Okay. So yeah, it's going to be fun. If you guys want to join Gerald at yeah. those concerts, make sure you get some <laughs> tickets over at Game Time. You can snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. And if you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code PHNX. You will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. But again, create an account. Redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Okay. So Doc Rivers is out. Mm -hmm. Now the question is, what does that mean for the Suns and James Harden? Because Mm -hmm. we did get a report yesterday from Brian, and I apologize if I butcher this name, Geltzieler, is that what we're going with? I think that's good. And uh, they had tweeted out, with free agency pending for James Harden, I'm hearing there's another team prominently on his radar, in addition to Houston. And that team is the Phoenix Suns. So we've seen a lot of reports around James Harden in the last handful of days. We've seen that he's interested, of course, in going back to Houston, that Houston, regardless of what happens with the lottery today, will still like to pursue him. That his future with the Sixers was heavily dependent on whether or not they kept Doc Rivers, which they ultimately didn't. So I would assume that James Harden leaves the Sixers, is my take. Um, I don't think he's going to join the Suns. Mm-hmm. I think I think Doc and James go to Houston. I don't know. I think they go as a, as a pair. I don't know. That's I- my favorite scenario is it yeah i don't know i feel like the rockets are in such disarray with such a young team i don't i aside from just wanting to live in houston i don't really understand the appeal of him going to a bottom feeder rockets team unless they like won the number one pick or something like that uh, which is not out of the realm of possibility they've got a 14 percent chance at it but um i i feel like he either stays in philly or he goes like he can make a lot of money if he stays in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's eligible for like a two hundred and ten million dollar extension or something like that, which is ridiculous. A lot of money. Um, and I feel like they would give you a better chance to contend than the Rockets, obviously, if he stayed with Joel Embiid. Um, and he wouldn't have to be the number one guy. If you're going to Houston, maybe he does want to be the number one guy again. But from what we've seen of him being the number one guy, maybe that time has passed in his career. The Suns would be interesting to me, but the number of hoops you'd have to jump through to execute a sign and trade. Oh, so the amount of money, if, if, it's that's, a lot. if that's the bar <clears throat> that is set for the amount of money that he could get this offseason, right. I don't want to come anywhere close to that. Like, right. sorry, James Harden. No. Yeah. That's a that's, hard pass. That's tough. And, and people are noting like Ime Odoka as the coach. Yes. But that's a new group that's a new core is more my point that they're a young group like they don't have their stuff figured out and put together yet maybe maybe going back to houston and the allure of email was enough but um i don't know i for the suns i feel like he would provide you with the point guard that you kind of need um if you're moving on from chris paul it would be ironic if those two were traded for each other after their time in houston together Um, I just, I don't know if I trust it. And that's a lot of money to pay for an older star who is, 
you know, not in his prime anymore. Yeah, I think it's just like how many times are we going to go down that rabbit hole and, with and the Suns team now? Yeah, and he, and he just kind of, uh, he has great playoff games. Like he won the Sixers two of their, of the playoff games that they won in that series by playing phenomenal basketball. But he also lost them a couple others. He no-showed game seven. We've seen what happens with Harden in the playoffs before. And as much as it pains me to say, as an ASU guy, I don't know if he's the right fit here at this time, considering you would have to execute a sign-and-trade, which is complicated math-wise. We went over all those possibilities last summer with DeAndre Ayton. The math gets wonky in sign-and-trades, and it's difficult to pull off, especially under the new CBA, where your restrictions are even greater in trades if you're above the tax apron, which the Suns probably are going to be. Um, so that makes it tough. Chris Paul's non-guaranteed salary makes it tough because his outgoing salary value is only going to be that $15.8 million that's guaranteed, not the full $30.8 million. So that makes the math even trickier. Uh, I, I just don't know if it's worth it. And, and it's great that someone like him is interested in coming to the Suns. Don't get me wrong. But I, I just don't know if replacing Kyrie Irving with Devin Booker and running it back with Brooklyn Nets 2.0 is the right way to go. I don't know. Yeah, I would prefer not to do that. Also, apologies. You guys are all correct. Ime is the coach in Houston. And I completely like blanked on that one. So my That's bad. Fun. Thank you for everyone in the chat, though. That's letting me know that. Appreciate it. The coaching carousel is hard to keep up with sometimes. <laughs> it's been a lot these days. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for all the reasons that you just laid out, I just don't. I think that the Suns' best case scenario is not to add a third, quote unquote, superstar. Mm. I think they should build around book and KD in the best way that they can with players who complement them the most rather than bringing in a third superstar and then filling out with whatever money you can scrape together that is left. Yeah. I would prefer them building around those two guys. Yeah, and I, I think there are some exceptions to adding a third superstar. I just don't know that James Harden is there at that point in his career to fit that category, especially because like you're saying, you're going to have very you have limited flexibility to build out the rest of your ro roster as it stands right now unless you find a way to trade DA and CP3 for depth um, but if you're bringing Harden here the only way to do that is to include one or both of them in a mm -hmm. bigger deal for Harden in a sign and trade which like I said gets really complicated money wise so I, I just you I feel like there's too many obstacles. You kind of would need a third superstar to, to take a little bit of a, mm -hmm. um, a pay, pay cut, cut mm -hmm. in order to join this team. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if if that's something that James Harden would be interested in doing with no. the Suns. No. Now with other teams, maybe he would because there's different emotional ties and and value in those situations for him. But I don't know why he would do that with the Suns outside of he thinks that the Suns are legitimate title contenders and he can win a a ring here. It, it, but I don't know that that matters. It depends much. on who they hire as coach, and it depends on how much he wants to play with Kevin Durant again. Mm -hmm. I would I would say that because I do feel like he. He pretty much all three of that big three wishes things had gone differently in Brooklyn. Yeah. And I think which you can't James, blame them for that. But also let's not run it back in Phoenix and try it again. But that's fair. But this time, the one guy that kind of ran him out of Brooklyn, the reason he wanted to leave was Kyrie. And if you're going from Kyrie to Devin Booker, I think if you're James Harden, that would hold appeal for you because you're not only playing with KD again, but you're playing with a guy who legitimately was the best player in the playoffs for most of the postseason. That's got to be attractive for for a guy like Harden. But again, a lot of hoops to jump through there. So I, I just don't know how feasible it is. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, that's the situation with James Harden for right now. Of course, we'll keep an eye on it. Let you guys know if anything changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is kind of a little sidebar thing, but our PHNX Coyotes, Craig Morgan, will be out at Four Peaks later tonight for what is hopefully a celebratory party around the Coyotes situation with the potential new arena in Tempe. Fingers crossed for all of them. If you guys have not checked out Four Peaks Brewery, you absolutely are missing out. Not only do they have amazing beers that they offer, but they also have really amazing food as well. And the ambiance out there, the vibes, they've got indoor and outdoor space. They've got the brewery brewery tours Mm. as well, which are a heck of a lot of fun. Um, You guys should absolutely check them out. You can follow them at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social media to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Also want to give a shout out to our friends over at FOCO. They are a uh, leader in manufacturing of sports and entertainment merchandise with product lines that include apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, and so much more. All these, a lot of these fun little tchotchkes here on all of our sets <laughs> at PHNX came from our friends over at FOCO. So if you're looking for something to decorate a set or just, you know, a nice shelf in your room, in your house, check out FOCO. They always have our back for Arizona sports and they have yours too. You can get the best gear around by visiting foco.com and using that code PHNX for all non-presale items use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. Okay, we have a couple super chats. Let's read some of these before we dive into our next topic. Mm -hmm. Frank said, I too am unbothered. Change is for the best. I'm glad you're confident, Frank. I think change could be needed. I think it depends on what changes you make. If you're changing just for the sake of change, that's not necessarily a good thing. So it depends on what changes are coming for me. Mm -hmm. I think change can be for the best. Um, I still think it was weird, a weird tweet. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to live by that. I it just was, think it was a weird tweet. It was odd. I didn't like the timing of it. No. All right, we had a couple from Big Vernon. Thank you, Big Vernon. Said Katie fan since 07. Can't believe he's getting old. Set face emoji. <sighs> Neither can we. And honestly. then followed up saying Katie's still great. I believe the Suns can get it done. Yeah, I I think I if you're the Suns, that's what you're hoping because that first playoff run was not great you know KD is a lot better than what he showed in that first playoff run. So mm-hmm. hopefully with a full off season to recharge, to get fully healthy and to get on the same page as his teammates and whoever the new head coach is, uh, a training camp could do wonders for them. Flash forward to April, May, June next year. Yeah. That's what you hope. While KD is getting old and it is always sad when your favorite players start to get to the point where it's, you got to have the conversation about when, you want to hang up the hat or when they will. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie is a few years off from that. Yeah. So we still have plenty of time <clears throat> to enjoy Katie's greatness here in Phoenix. And hopefully it'll be the best case scenario. Even greater next yes, year. The best case scenario is what we're going to go with <laughs> yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Shaywan, thank you for your super chat. They said hard pass on Doc Rivers. He's a downgrade. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say hard pass because, like I said, I feel like Doc's been painted in a certain light over the last few years. But I, I do agree he's a downgrade. Like, I feel like if you're going to hire Doc, why? Why? He should have just kept Monty and stuck with it for another year. But that's just me. Well, then that would basically be a downgrade. Oh, yeah. That's why I said. I agree it's a downgrade. I oh, you say, said I not. You wouldn't say hard pass. Yeah. Gotcha. Hard pass. Hard pass feels disrespectful for me. 
but I, I agree. It's like a soft pass. It's like a polite pass. <laughs> on the no, thank It's like you. a polite pass Maybe where you signal time. on the freeway and everything. But like, <laughs> I'm not going to cut him off in traffic and say a hard pass. Um, we're still seeing a ton of Becky Hammond in the chat. And uh, people even on in our Discord and social media still looking at Becky. And she did get in trouble over yeah. the W mm-hmm. for some not so great things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But we've we've mentioned it before. She's somebody that you could absolutely ask about to gauge her level of interest in coming to the NBA. Mm. But she has said multiple times on record that that's not where her priorities are right now. Mm. However, I think you could also play devil's advocate and make the argument that with the shenanigans that went down today, that maybe she's ready to dip out of the W and come to the NBA. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, I think Becky is absolutely qualified to be a head coach in the NBA. Um, I just am not sure, A, that's her focus, because when she was asked about the Raptors rumors a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, she said, my focus is solely on this season. I'm not going to talk about them boys, as she put it, um, which totally fair. And I, I think the stuff that came out, uh, the negative stuff recently, is mm-hmm. not a great look. And nope. I think also if you're the Suns, one of the big things that we've been talking about is having – a lot of experience in the NBA and preferably having championship experience. And and Becky has experience as an assistant coach in the NBA, obviously. Um, but that's the same thing that we were saying about Kevin Young. That might right. hold you back in this type of job opening where you're looking for someone that has A, had the main job and B, won a title with the main job. So yeah, that's where so I'm at. Technically speaking, based on the reports of what the Suns are looking for in their next head coach, she does not fit the criteria. Now, that doesn't mean that things could change behind the scenes and that the Suns may not only be prioritizing the things that have been reported, but as it stands, going based off of what we know from reports. Right. She doesn't meet the criteria of what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. But Ty Lue does. Yeah. The only problem is, is that Ty Lue is tied up under contract still with the Clippers. And I know we've talked a lot about Ty Lue already, but this is the best case scenario is if you can find a way to get Ty Lue away from the Clippers. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more today because we did get an update from Law Murray. He covers the Clippers for The Athletic mm-hmm. and uh, wrote an article that kind of gave a little bit more context to everything going on um, with the Clippers and Ty Lue and what it might look like for the Suns to potentially steal him away. And also some of the struggles in that uh, chase. So here's the tweet that he sent out. As teams continue to fire their playoff coaches, the attention keeps turning to L.A. Clippers head coach Tyron Lue. I'm not sure an extension is eminent or even meaningful, but it's hard to see teams like the Suns getting Lue either. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of what we alluded to on the show yesterday because Law had put out a series of tweets kind of walking uh, non-Clippers fans through this whole thing. And the Clippers have usually, under Lawrence Frank, been of the position that if there's someone within their organization that has an opportunity to advance themselves elsewhere, they've been open to that. Uh, Lawrence Frank said in 2022, if there's a better opportunity externally, you're happy for the person. There's always a loss. But generally, like that's why if you look at the people, it's like we allow people to. We're not holding them. We want people who generally want to be all in and invested here and yet support them if there's a better opportunity elsewhere. So if Lou doesn't want to be with the Clippers anymore and he makes that plain, maybe that opens the door. The question then is he's under contract. So what are the Clippers getting back from the Suns? They've traded four first-round picks in the Kevin Durant trade. 
all they have are like first round pick swap rights uh, at that point. And that's that's a tricky one to navigate. And also Lou had said last day he wanted to be back next season. He's invested whatever he could just be using. Uh, he could wind up using the Suns opening as leverage, as leverage to get the contract extension. extension. Yeah, right. because he's only under the books for the next two years, which is the same timeline as Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So if he's looking for security to stay in L.A., this is a good way to drum that up, to drum up that leverage. And then the Clippers have to give him an extension. So hopefully that's not what's happening here with all the reporting we're hearing about the Suns well, we, and Tyrone Lou. We haven't even gotten any reports about the Suns <clears throat> requesting to speak with Ty Lue yet. Right. So there hasn't even been any movement there as far as we know. Behind the scenes, yeah. maybe, but that's, I don't want to speculate there because then we're getting into right. uh, sticky situations. But to your point, um, when you were talking about what Ty Lue said at the end of the season, he was asked when he was leaving the Footprint Center here in Phoenix after that game, if he plans to remain the head coach of the Clippers. And his direct quote was, yes, sir. Yeah. And then uh, a few days, like a day and a half later, Lawrence Frank was asked about if Ty Lue is coming back. And he said, quote, I mean, why wouldn't he be back? Of course he's back. Ty is a terrific coach and we're excited to have him as our coach. Right. So at least as of two days after they were eliminated from the playoffs, the they both seemingly were fully bought into status quo. Yeah. Tyloo remaining the coach, them being happy with Tyloo as their head coach. Right. It's it's tough because Tyloo knows his value. He could be using it to get a contract extension. The Clippers know his value. They could be using it to get uh, more compensation if they don't want to commit to him for the long term because if they you do have a lot of changes coming up they do in um, the arena they do and you're kind of closing in on the right what does the pg and Kawhi era hold yeah yeah like as far as injuries go and things right. of that nature right but if you're aware of that then you are going to play up this idea that oh we want to keep him but so if you want him you're gonna have to give us something and if you look at the history of coaches who have been traded in the nba um they've either gone for a first round pick or two second round picks it's happened five times since the 90s um, and all of them were either for two seconds or one first. If you're the Suns, two seconds, done. Easy. Like, yeah. no problem, no questions asked. But the last time that one of these happens was the 2014-2015 season with Jason Kidd. Yes. So that and was that almost was, a decade ago. Yeah. And Jason Kidd is not the caliber of coach that Tyrone Lewis. is. Right. So, so there's a not a lot of history mm -hmm. as far as being able to look back and saying, oh, this happens quite often or this is what the going rate is. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot to go off of when it comes to that. So realistically, at the end of the day, the Clippers are kind of in the best case scenario when it comes to negotiating if Ty Lue did want to leave and uh, they wanted something in return from the Suns. Yeah. And money is not that thing. No. Most, more than likely. I think Steve Ballmer is set in that regard. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did have a, a question in the chat from Jan Paul said, why is he thinking about an extension when he has two years left? I think it's a pretty normal thing for coaches to, and even players, to start having those conversations a couple years before a contract ends. Mm. Monty had two years left on his contract when he got his extension. Yeah, exactly. And and I think in I believe, this... right? Two years? Yeah. And in this industry, you don't want to be what's called a lame duck coach, which is when you are heading into your final season as a head coach without security beyond that. Because then it basically comes down to whatever happens this season 
that's what's going to happen to your job, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and it puts coaches in a very uncomfortable position where they have to be coaching, thinking about that. And that's not the most effective way to get a productive season out of a lot of coaches. So you want to avoid that term. You want to avoid that scenario where you're heading into your final year under contract without any security or word on what's coming next. Um, so obviously Lou has two years left, so it's a little bit different, but that's typically the time when as a head coach, you're broaching the subject like, okay, are we, where are we going with this? Are we going to commit long-term? Like you said, Monty was an example. He got his deal with two years left. So, yeah. Um, where did it go? Shoot. Where was this? Oh, <laughs> infinite creation said, <clears throat> I asked for an extension at work and I was laughed at. Bad face emoji. That's tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's Can tough. relate to that one. Been there, done that many times in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but it is it is something that, like you said, it could be Ty using this as leverage. It also could be Ty Lou just maybe weighing the pros and cons right mm. now behind the scenes. Maybe the maybe the request was made of Ty Ket, do you want us to make this request? Mm -hmm. And he's kind of going through it with his family and whomever else having that discussion about, is this a positive? Is this a negative? Yeah. But there are also, within this article, they also highlighted a lot of the um, selling points for Ty Lu to want to join the Phoenix Suns. And I mean, there are a lot. While there is a lot that comes with this team in, far, in terms of things we need to fix mm -hmm. heading into next season, there is also a lot of upside. Yeah. You know, you have an owner who's willing to spend, which is something that he is used to and probably appreciates with the Clippers. Then you know that hopefully anyway, in my opinion, which this is something a topic we'll get into maybe later this week, I feel like James Jones is safe mm. for at least the next year. So you know what you're getting with James Jones. Um you got book, you got KD, you've got some flexibility depending on how you guys want to approach the Chris Paul and DA situation. And then you're building around that. And I mm -hmm. think that could be really enticing and really exciting for a coach like Ty Lue. Yeah, it, it's one of the it's probably the most attractive job on the market right now, honestly, like Philly, um, they're <laughs> however you want to call them as a sports city. They're a very strong feeling sports city. Mm -hmm. um, but the fans, but mean. the fans can be they're mean. They're so brutal. I think Doc Rivers in his press release even mentioned something to the effect of Philly fans. Who like you, <laughs> you made me grow or you challenged me in some shit. He said, you guys are tough. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah. But I think you learned I'm tough too. Yeah, like when you have to acknowledge the fan base itself in that kind of way, like, you know, the fans are tough. Um, but I, I still think Phoenix is the most attractive destination when you look at high-end talent, when you look at just market, when you look at a new owner who's going to be willing to pay you big bucks to come here, um, and the fact that they're trying to build a championship caliber team and have been a title contender the last few years, like they're the most attractive destination for me as a head coach right now. Um, so I, I think that's going to, like I would put them over Philly, I'd put them over Milwaukee, uh, definitely over Detroit, over Toronto, like they're the number one destination right now and they should act like it and go for their guy. And I feel like Tyrone Lou is obviously their guy. Um, and I think if Lou, Lou was very complimentary of Book and KD and a lot of these players on this team as well. So it's not like he's blind to 
how attractive a destination this would be. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Uh, Ryan in the chat says, I'm confused why no one seems to be, to be talking about Nick Nurse. We did dive a little bit more into Nick Nurse on yesterday's show, mm -hmm. um, if you want to go back and look at that. But I'm sure later this week, Casal will be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We'll probably talk about Ty Lu again and maybe Nick Nurse again and maybe a few others if some names start getting floated out there as well. Yeah. Um, but check that out for sure. I am not writing nurse off completely but i think he is definitely two yes. on the list behind mm -hmm. Ty Lu. however i also kind of think like i wish we had that sounder of like lowered expectations because <laughs> yeah. i don't th th where there's a will there is a way yes i think you can get creative yes and i think there is an absolutely a potential path to getting Ty Lu. however i don't think that it is a guaranteed thing it's yeah. just absolutely it's just not based on the contracts um, so I don't want to get my hopes too high around Ty Lu just to be disappointed. I've learned my lesson as mm. a Suns fan over the couple, last couple of years. Yeah. Well, forever. Yes. <laughs> um, Since birth. That if you come into <laughs> your season or whatever situation yeah. around the Suns with lower expectations, your disappointment fall is a lot less yes. difficult to handle. Yes. And I, and I think... Like Tyrone Lou is obviously the target based on what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. I think Nick Nurse is probably the fallback plan. And he's not a bad fallback plan, but like we discussed yesterday, there are some concerns with him. Um, and I think there is a gap between number one and everybody else at yeah. this point in time. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's hot as hell outside. Um, yes. <laughs> I was so hot when I got into the studio today because my car was just just a hot box and because you're wearing a black and, long sleeve uh, in may and my ac unit couldn't keep up with it maybe maybe <laughs> but maybe not i don't know gerald that's uh -huh. debatable could be part of it uh, i've been craving a polar pot from circle k okay. all day so i think on my way home i'm gonna stop in and pick up one uh just throwing this out there if you get the icy you gotta mix, mix the coke and the cherry it is by far the best one yes but we're talking like 60 to 70 ratio coke 30 to 40 ratio cherry. Okay. You gotta have more Coke than you do cherry so that the cherry doesn't get too overwhelming in there. But right now, if you text PHNX to 31310 to join mm -hmm. their SMS subscriber club, you're gonna get a buy one, get one free offer on 32 ounce Polar Pop. So you too can enjoy a nice treat in mm -hmm. this heat. So make sure you're not missing out on all of the great stuff that Circle K has to offer. Find a store near you by heading to circlek.com slash store dash locator. Um, and uh, stock up on gas, treats, polar pops, you name it, they have it all. And while you're stocking up on things, after you go to Circle K and gas up, make sure you head to your local dispensary to get some OGs. OGs brands is some of the best THC gummies and edibles that are available in Arizona. They've got the Aquaberry Sleep Edition gummy, which of course helps with falling and staying asleep. It helps with rest and relaxation, which is crucial for all of us. They also have the Happy Balance gummy, and that's in the new strawberries and cream, which is super tasty. And they're also offering mixed bags now, so you get a whole bunch of different flavors from the fruits to the creams. Uh, lots of great stuff happening over at OG's Brands. So again, you can find them at your local dispensary or by checking out ogsbrands.com. You do have to be 21 or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. All right, Gerald, two things that are happening tonight. Okay, what's happening? First and foremost, we'll talk about the draft lottery because it hurts a little bit less. Yes. Uh, so the Spurs, Rockets, Pistons all have 14% chance of getting that number one overall pick, which we all assume is going to be Wemby. Mm -hmm. 
who do you want to get this pick and who okay. do you not want to get this pick? Okay. Um, that's a good... So we have 14 teams that have a chance at this number one pick and a franchise-altering talent. Um, so let, let's do favorite first. I'm going to okay. give you my top three. I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on the Pistons as a destination. And I know it's kind of rough for this guy to come from France and then be shipped off to Detroit. But like the Pistons there have are two, worse places. there are worse places and the Pistons have two young guards who are going to be able to feed him the ball like him and Cade Cunningham together would be pretty special and it'd be fun. And low key, I'm kind of thinking about the possibility that maybe the Pistons reach out to Monty Williams and Monty gets Cade and Wemby to work with and build a culture with like. That Gerald, would be fun. Gerald. I would love to see that. Do we need, do I, I haven't done this. I would love to see that. Um, do we need to do a quick check-in on how you're dealing with this breakup? Oh, I'm fine. Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. Monty's fine. He's I know getting, you wish the best for him and we oh, all yeah, do, but I just do. wanted to do a quick little check-in and make sure that but you're no, dealing like, with this okay. Look at what he some was. some breakups hurt more than others. Oh, I they do. It. I, I no, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Monty was always great to me and great to us in the media. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a good dude. Wish him the best. And I think Detroit, if he went there, he could do something similar to what he did here right. with Cade. Um, with Wemby, like that would be fun for me to watch, objectively speaking. So would Detroit end up being your second favorite team just by default if they got Monty and Wemby? I mean, I don't really just, have. Just, I mean, it would be kind of fun. I don't have like a second favorite team, but I, I love to watch young players figure it out. And I feel like under Monty, they would have a better chance of doing that than they've had. So I would like to see that. I would also like to see the Pacers get him for similar reasons. Um, I feel like Tyrese Halliburton... And Wemby together would be really fun. Um, and that's a Pacers team that was going to be a playoff team until they started getting hurt. Uh, so I would love to see them. They've got like a 6.8% chance. The Pistons have a 14% chance. Um, but that would be fun. And it would also make Miles Turner extremely trade eligible. Uh, so that's something to think about. If and the Suns are moving us. on, it could if the Suns are moving on from DA. The other team, and I think a lot of Suns fans would agree with this because of our mutual shared love for Damian Lillard, Portland Trailblazers, like get that guy some help because he is on a ledge and has been for like the last five years <laughs> waiting for this this front office to do anything to help him. Um, Poor Dame. So, Get that man out of Portland and into Phoenix. And look, if they don't win the number one pick, that makes Dame, that pushes Dame closer maybe to finally mercifully requesting a trade, but he always says he's never going to, and the Suns don't have the assets to pull it off anyway. So I wouldn't let that affect my thinking of the situation. I feel like Wemby in Detroit, Indiana, or Portland, I would be, I would like to see that. I'm okay with Portland, okay. and I'm okay with Detroit. Okay. Um. I mean, Who Chicago, I wouldn't Chicago? be mad at. Okay. Like, I'm okay. Because <laughs> the only reason why I'm hesitant on Chicago is because of our PHNX Coyote squad. Mm -hmm. uh, Chicago, when it comes to hockey, is annoying. Okay. Fair. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we just, we don't love them. Okay. They just uh, won the NHL draft lottery. They don't need to win the NBA draft lottery. Too. That's that's fair. That would too. be for a genera like a franchise changing generational talent as well. Yeah, yeah. On both sides, right? Basically. So I get that, but I do feel bad for our CHGO friends um, who have to cover the Bulls because last year, like on the draft, they did like a whole or no trade deadline. They were all expecting to have all this movement and like crickets. Yeah, I don't know. I feel a little bit bad for them. So I. If Chicago were to get it, I wouldn't be upset. Um, Damn. I think that's it. 
That's it? That's it. Okay. Somebody in the comments said, I feel like I'm Dame in my relationship right now with oh. like a weary mochi. I'm very sorry, Infinite Creations. We wish you the best. <laughs> Hopefully, unlike Dame, you can separate yourself and free yourself if you need to, my man or woman. It is okay to say no. Yes. The things you do not want to do anymore. Yes. So love yourself. Um, <laughs> you all okay. left out the best spot. What? what? The thunder. No, yes. I don't want the thunder to yes. get Yes, the thunder would be the best. Okay. I know it would be fun, but Wemby absolutely and Chet, not. Just two beanstalks. No. And then Wemby, Chet, and uh, Pokusevsky. Pokusevsky. Yep. And don't they have another one? I think they have another. Well, I mean, they have stream. the Jalen Williamses. They have the... I mean, obviously, the international international sex symbol that is Josh Giddy, yeah. uh, and a top ten player in the NBA and SGA. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be That's a, vibe. a hard pass. That would be such a vibe. They would instantly be become a contender. It would be fun. I think since this is a Suns based show, yeah. we're gonna say no because that would be Hello? bad. Like, at least two of the three teams I'd selected for my favorites were in the East, and the other one is a team that the Blazers that are still a ways away from being yeah. fear nobody. Okay, uh, and fear then, no one except for no the one. seven foot five prospect from France. The people that we don't want to get number one. I feel yeah. like the best, the Let's easiest about answer, this. of course, is Dallas. Yes, now, Dallas, one thousand percent. They is, only have a three percent chance, technically. But somebody in the chat was like, Dallas should have their uh, draft pick taken away anyway for the shenanigans Dallas, and tanking at the end of the season. If Dallas gets the number one pick, we riot. That shit was like so just gamey the way that they they tanked the end of the season there when they had a chance at the playing spot which is hilarious because now the Lakers are in the conference finals as a playing team um yeah I, I would hate to see Dallas win that because oh, yeah not even not even about last year but just the way that they gamed that whole situation mm -hmm. to keep their pick at the end like it was gross. No, no mm -hmm. Dallas, no Spurs either. No. Okay, no Spurs. Here's the thing. No, <laughs> absolutely not. No, Stop ahead. talking. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, and then I'll tell you no. <laughs> I understand why we don't want the Spurs to get him. Yes, and I totally am on board with it. Mm -hmm. But from like a personal level, I feel like Pop would be really cool for Wimby, and I think that would be oh, really great. cool on both sides. Like the storyline there of like. Or Pop, and then also Wemby as human beings. Like, that would be kind of neat. Yeah, that would be great. And just, like, personally, his career growth and development and all that stuff. It would be, still, no. It'd be great. Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> like I'm still, no. Like, you know when you have, like, that friend that you're, like, competitive with, but you're kind of, like, friends, and then you see them go on to achieve all these great things, and you're just kind of like, wish one of those things would happen to me one time. They've had Ew. enough. <laughs> They've had enough. The Spurs got Tim Duncan. They got David Robinson. How many franchise-altering big man prospects do you need in your life to be happy? Oh, no. You've had your day in the sun. You've had your titles. Love pop. Respect pop. Absolutely not. Do not give him Victor Wembanyama. It's not going to be fun for anyone. We haven't forgotten here in Phoenix, nor will we ever. I get it. Is there anybody else? Is it's it probably going to be the Mavs and Spurs. It's probably going to be the fucking Spurs because they've got a fourteen percent chance. But, I know they do. Uh, Mavs, Spurs, and then <laughs> I'm looking at they've got the worst odds, a point five percent chance. But if the Pelicans somehow overcome the numbers, like that's a hard no for the me. The rest of the West would be screwed. That's just not fair. Because if they ever get a fully healthy season out of Zion, which is you know up in the air, that's basically cheating. 
even without Zion, like that's still a damn good team. And then and a well coached team. Too. Yes. R.I.P. Willie Green on the Suns. Yeah. No, I, I no. <laughs> the Pelicans would be unfair. It would be probably the coolest basketball fit of any of these teams, objectively speaking. But like the Suns would be screwed. The rest of the West would be screwed. I don't know. We can't have that. Yeah. Can't let that happen. Definitely, that one would be unfair for sure. But mm-hmm. from a petty perspective, it's absolutely the Mavs. And then I get it from like past trauma perspective. Yes, no Spurs. to the Spurs mm-hmm. as well. Okay, beyond that, mm-hmm. that's tonight at five. So here, real shortly, mm-hmm. uh, the Western Conference Finals also also tips off tonight with the Lakers and the Nuggets. And here's the harder question, in my opinion. Okay, because <laughs> I have seen obviously. It's F the Lakers all the time. Mm -hmm. But you also don't really like the Nuggets. (laughs) No. And a lot of people are even saying, like, for lack of a better word, low-key boycott the rest of the NBA playoffs (laughs) just because I don't want to watch it and be reminded that my team is no longer in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Who are you rooting for? Are you going Lakers or Nuggets in the series? I mean, how are you handling it? Me, personally, I don't care. (laughs) Like... So you're not I think, petty. I think if you're a Suns fan, you're rooting for whoever comes out of the East, hands down. Well, yeah, that's and a I, given. And but... I think you're rooting for the Heat yes, over the Celtics, um, which is a tough, that's a tall task. But, but it if would be I had way to, more if fun. I, yeah, if I had to pick one team in the West, I would honestly probably pick the Nuggets just because the Lakers are always the Lakers. And at least if the Nuggets won, you could say, yeah, we lost to the Western Conference champs or possibly the NBA Finals champs. Like... I don't want it to be like we lost to the team that lost to the team that lost to the champions. Like that's just embarrassing when that happens. So Gerald, it's already embarrassing. We were down by thirty. Oh, and it's a half definitely time. embarrassing. Like, I don't think it gets any more embarrassing than that. But if the Nuggets like whip the Lakers' ass in like four or five games, it makes you feel better about taking them to six, even if six was a total dumpster fire. Like I, I would feel better about what we watched in the regular season and in the playoffs if the Nuggets just like manhandled the Lakers. I don't think I would feel as good if a play-in team came in here and kicked the the team's ass that beat us. Like, I don't know about that. See, I disagree, and maybe it's because I'm petty. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's fair. But I would only feel better knowing that the team that beat me got their butts handed to them. Like, the Mavs losing last year to the Warriors was a good, nice little feeling. I mean, did it only last like 15 seconds? Sure. But it was 15 seconds of... Suck it, Mavs. And so now I would like 15 <laughs> seconds of suck it, Denver. I mean, because it's fair. as much as I don't want to cheer for the Lakers, <laughs> I'm fine with cheering with, for LeBron James. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I want the Lakers to lose or the Nuggets to lose. Like, I want you guys to feel the same way that I felt when you eliminated us. And again, call me petty. That's fine. It's I'm definitely admitting petty, to it. But. But I don't want the Nuggets to win. <laughs> it's definitely petty, but it's a totally, there's no wrong answer here, really. There's not a wrong answer. <laughs> I just feel like personally, like last year. The wrong year, answer is not wanting revenge of some sort, last, Yeah, that's, you can't get revenge until you take matters into your own hands. So we're not going to get that well, opportunity until next year. Well, you can just kind year. of a roundabout way like, take glory or the take nuggets, uh, whatever. Like the Nuggets, <laughs> the Nuggets didn't get revenge on us until two years also, later. Also, Priscilla so like, brings up a great point. The Nuggets mm-hmm. can not win a title before us. I don't think they're going to. I think the Celtics are going to oh, win. Well, all I'm but saying is if they that's do, a fair I'm going to be real pissed. It would and be, it'll be all your fault. It would be really shitty if like they finally made their first finals and then won it. Meanwhile, we're 0 for 3 and ours have been spread out over like every 16 to 20 years. That would suck. But I, I don't like last year when the Mavericks got their asses beat by the Warriors, I was like, 
wow, so the Suns really did just like shit the, <laughs> shit bed. the bed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And it would feel the same way if the Lakers beat the Nuggets in the But series. that's what we did, though. That's the yeah. thing is that even if the Nuggets were to worse. go on and win an actual title this year, mm. it still doesn't say, oh, yeah, like we know that the, the Nuggets were be the better team but in that series between them and the Suns. Mm. But it still doesn't hurt any less because the Suns could have had they played their game correctly and lived up to the level that we know that they can reach. They could have beat the Nuggets. But they played like dog shit in game six. Yeah. And it was embarrassing the same way that it was embarrassing last year. So it doesn't make me feel any better because that was all the Suns' fault both years in a row. Uh, Coulda, shoulda, woulda. And I'm like, the only thing that's going to make me feel better is next year, maybe don't do that again. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. But I do feel like if the Nuggets like swept the Lakers, you'd feel not a lot better, but marginally tiny little bit better that like, okay, we'd lost to a legitimately great team. If you lose, if you lose to this team, get your ass beat and then watch them like trip over themselves against LA just because they're the Lakers. That's not going to feel good. Like that's going to feel like, damn, we really sucked. If this team that we but lost we to did. is losing to the Lakers, we did. But again, it's, it's, there's levels to it. There's <laughs> levels to this. All right, so you're rooting for the Nuggets then technically? I'm not rooting for anybody, but I think it would feel better if the Nuggets won the series, honestly. And okay. you could say, okay, at least we lost to the best team in the West instead of we lost to the team that lost to a play-in team in the conference finals. It's not the same. Um, I just really want... Miami to be in the finals. I That'd be fun. I don't I, like I understand the allure and why NBA fans and the NBA would love a Lakers Celtics mm -hmm. um finals. I don't want that. I want Miami to come out of the East because I, Miami is the easiest team of all four of them to cheer for, in my opinion. I agree. I like Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. I like his approach. Mm -hmm. um, I think Priscilla said it earlier in the chat that she loves that Jimmy Butler is like the ultimate underdog. Mm. Um that's the only team that I would be actively like rooting for to actually win. Yeah. The Lakers would be more like, I'm I'm down for you to beat the Nuggets. And if LeBron James were to win another title, I wouldn't be mad at it either. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't care one way. I like Jimmy Buckets. I like Eric Spolstra. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. Basically, um, the Suns are in it, so we don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it's over now. Um I, I did get a, there were a couple of questions in the chat that I wanted to address. I forgot what one of them was, but one of them was, did we cover any dark horse candidates for the head coaching job? Uh, we did that a little bit yesterday. I think the biggest one that jumps out to me is Frank Vogel in terms of dark horse. He's not a name that's even come up in conjunction with the Suns, but he is a guy that is a legitimate coach. He has won a title. He's a good defensive mm -hmm. mind. I don't know if he has the offensive chops for what this team needs um but if you're looking for a dark horse that hasn't really been mentioned but would be a strong candidate i feel like him he makes sense and then kevin young we talked about him yesterday he will get an interview of some sort to me there's a zero percent chance that kevin young gets hired by the suns but you're looking at bogle though from the defensive side of things i understand the concern around like his offensive abilities and approach when it comes to having kevin durant and Devin booker but I think if you also, I think it could also be very beneficial for the two of them if you built a really solid defensive squad around them, right? Um, with their offensive firepower and then really good defense on the team, it mm -hmm. could potentially play into our favor. I don't hate that, yeah. Um, but it wouldn't be my top one or two. No, definitely, like these definitely are, a dark horse. Yeah, these yeah, are dark for horses sure. for sure. Um, someone 
Hello, I had a question about my shirt. What is your question? Yeah, and people in your chat uh, yesterday, I meant to bring this up, so I'm sorry for everyone yesterday who was like, Gerald, tell us about your shirt. Tell us about your shirt. I totally forgot my to Doug, ask you to tell us about your shirt. My you Doug, were wearing a Doug shirt. Yeah, my Doug, white man can't jump. Yeah, so what's the yeah. shirt today? Uh, this Somebody one, said it looked like it was either Wakanda, Simba, it is. and Lion King all together. This is the Black Panther, but it's the Simba okay. drawing that Rafiki does. So it's, so a, it's, like a it's nice another mashup. Combo. It's a Disney mashup. Apparently, okay. I'm a company man for a company I don't work for. But <laughs> well, look at you, MCU meets Lion King. Here we go. Um, Det Nibble said, is, is Marley a dark horse candidate? Do you think Dan Marley moves into coaching at the mm. NBA level with the Suns? I don't know. Do I feel like Dan he was very. Again, I don't probably. know. Closer maybe maybe like, a new yeah. owner helps with that. Yeah. But I just I don't know if he he was an assistant here. Right. He wanted the job, didn't get the job. Was and very upset. It was upset a very about that. like yes rough breakup there. Right. I'm sure it's probably gotten better. We've seen him partake in a lot of the um, throwback nights and things like that. Mm. I'm sure having Matt Ishbia at the helm now makes things a lot easier. It could. I don't. Him, but I just I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't know if I would put him in that running. Honestly, even as a dark horse, I feel like there's just been too much time and separation there. So yeah. yeah. Um, Gerald, is it your birthday week? Mm, next week. Oh, I was like, oh no, wait, it is my shit. Yeah. Wait, when is your birthday? It's on the twenty first, which is Saturday. Saturday. No, that's Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. How do I not have that in my calendar? I don't know. I I'm going to add that in right now. Happy early birthday. <laughs> Thanks. We're still... Infinite Creations said, Gareth's birthday week turn up. We're still... Gerald, How do you know this, you Infinite Creations? This? Good on you, Infinite <laughs> Who are you, Infinite Creations? Reveal yourself. <laughs> I love... Thank you for Because I just gave you relationship advice a while ago, and I'm not sure which of my friends I'm giving advice to You're now. like, who are you, and how do you know my life? Show yourself. <laughs> um, we did get a super chat. We have another one, don't we? Okay. Do you have that one starred, Sean? <laughs> nope. Uh, you're going to have to scroll, because I can't scroll any higher. That's my bad. Should have... What were we looking for? We have a super chat somewhere in here. Oh, do we? Yeah. All right. Well, while he looks for that one, um, somebody was saying that they don't want Ty Lu to come to Phoenix because they believe that he is really overhyped. Okay. Do you believe that there is? I asked you yesterday if there were any hesitations around Ty Lu, and you yeah. basically said no. There, there's the my one hesitation is that if you look at his history, he's had injured superstars, but like this year during the regular season, his team sort of underperformed. Um, so I think there is a case to be made that regular season wise, you're not gonna get off to some fifty or sixty win season next year with Ty Lu. It's gonna take some time to figure things out. He uses the regular season to experiment with different lineups, and sometimes that can cost you wins. Um, but I think for me, the appeal is once we get to the playoffs, if the Suns are a top four seed in the playoffs, they'll be in a good position and have a coach capable of making the right adjustments. So I think our expectations would need to flip because in the past we've always used the regular season as an indicator of what we should expect in the playoffs. And those expectations have been flipped upside down both times. So I think this time we need to be looking at the regular season as a trial and error process. And then by the time you get to the playoffs, you have a coach who's capable of pulling the right strings uh, when needed. So mm -hmm. that's how I would look at it in terms of potential downsides to hiring Ty Lu. Okay. All right. We found the super chats from Doug. Thank you, Doug. It said, stat of the day. Kevin Durant in his 20s, 1,999 minutes and 49 games 
in the conference NBA Finals. And then in his 30s, one game and 11 minutes. I mean... I don't like that, Doug. <laughs> I mean, you it's... You could have kept that one a secret, Doug. It's tough. But, but it doesn't make sense. Also, 20s to 30s, plus you're moving teams and things like that, and situations change. I get it. I mean, that's basically just saying Kevin Durant in OKC and Golden State versus Kevin Durant in Brooklyn and Phoenix. I would chalk it up more to the situation than his age. Um, obviously, the injury that kept him out for a season didn't right, help, that and didn't that's help. that's something to be worried about, whether he holds up. But like for me, most of it is... Kyrie nuking the whole Brooklyn situation over anything else. And, you know, the whole thing about him being one shoe size too big, they would have been in the conference finals that year with that shot that he hit where his foot was on the line. So um, I, I'm not going to put too much stock into that. And I think we need to give the Suns a full year together before we lump that in as well. Are there any other questions from the chat that you had? There was uh, there was one, but I, I, I can't remember what it was now. So okay, sorry. Come back tomorrow and ask it again. But keep maybe. asking your questions. We are trying to field yeah. as many of them as we can. We are. And we're going to touch in a whole bunch of stuff because Charles is asking, like, what's the biggest need for the roster? Um, we're definitely going to dive into all of that in the near future, mm -hmm. just kind of spacing it out and kind of taking checking the boxes. We got a long off-season to go, so we're, we we're going to cover all of our bases, but we want to make sure that we give each one its adequate time and attention. And yeah. there were a couple of people asking about, like, who would you trade DA for? Who would you trade CP3 for? We're going to hit that next week. We're going to talk about their futures a little bit later in the week. Um, I know, because everyone was like, it's but, Trade Machine Tuesday. Where's Trade Machine Tuesday? I told you on Friday. <laughs> we are not doing a Trade Machine Tuesday this week. It's too soon. Because it's too freaking soon Too i soon. needed one week at yeah. least and i need to figure out what some of the new trade rules are oh under the cba because we've gotten some reporting on what they are but the cap ramifications of some of these things are still being sorted out right. so we're going to try and do our There's best and give you options this year of navigating there all are of that stuff but we are going to do our best we are going to come up with trade targets and potential trades probably next week um mm -hmm. so stick around for that stuff we're gonna have some good stuff on that i'm gonna be gone on tuesdays I'll, I'm just I'll gonna. I'm just gonna take every Tuesday off. This off season. Tuesdays. Okay. I just. I refuse. No. Just kidding. I'll be here. <laughs> Maybe we need a new song though, because that jingle did get old last oh. year. I'll give you that. It did not get old. It, it never did. gets old. Yes, it did. Oh, it's a. It's a banger. <laughs> I hate you. Thank you guys for joining <laughs> us. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. So plan to come join us. Until then, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. And of course, you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. Gerald, take us home. I will come up with trade scenarios next week. In the meantime, I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team move like the mob. Turn the beat on, I throw it down like DA on the live. Best combo since KJ Marley and Charles. If you squad, just sitting on the chat, get involved. Rhymes say it's got flavor. Known to shine greater.